What is up, guys? Welcome to the Straight Edge Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Valentine's Day. It is. It is Valentine's Day. And we've got NXT Vengeance. You didn't get me shit. I've got your wonderful video call. That's what That's what I've got you. You, you have the pleasure of sitting here and chatting shit about wrestling with me for the next 40 minutes. You take it back. <laughs> there's, there's no returns. No returns. So... There is. I can fucking... I can hang up. <laughs> um, if you are new here, please do like and subscribe to us here on this channel. It means a lot. Uh, head over and follow us on Twitter at SEW underscore podcast. You'll see it up above in the links in the description. Um, it's been a, I don't know, an interesting week, but I don't see seem much happening on, on Raw and SmackDown sides. I'll say that because they're, they're still building pay-per-views, but it's been an interesting week. I don't think it's, it's definitely... I think it's improved on the last like month's worth of, uh, especially Raw. I think Raw has definitely improved on the last month of crap that they've had. Well, I quite like the fact that we look at Raw. Drew wasn't too amused that he wasn't getting his one-on-one match. He was in an Elimination Chamber match now. Yeah, yeah. Just think, if you had a guy like Paul Heyman on his side, he wouldn't have to be in an Elimination <laughs> Chamber right now. Yeah. There was, um, I think that the show started out, didn't it, with, uh, it was, it was about, Shane, yeah, that yeah. Um, so we had Shane McMahon come out and basically just announce that uh, there's elimination chamber and he's, these are people in the elimination chamber. No, no reason given, and uh, we moved on from it basically. <laughs> like there was lots of people in there who I don't know. They didn't really have a good showing at the Rumble. They didn't. They've got no reason to be in the elimination chamber. Why they? they, they there was a good bit of logic I saw, I can't remember who it was, put on Twitter about why would you then want to be in the Royal Rumble match when you've got to go against 29 other guys when in theory you could just be in the Elimination Chamber and go against seven other guys and get a title shot in the in the in in that actual match. Seven other guys? How many is there? One, two, three, four, five. Five There's guys, six. five other guys. Yeah, so five, I, I was thinking eight for a second then. Yeah, like, it, it, that's, that's a good point actually. I'm thinking, you know, in Elimination Chamber, the champion's there. It's a championship match. So what gives the incentive for yeah, the Yeah, but it's easier to get in the Royal Rumble than it is the Elimination Chamber. Well, apparently not if you're like people like AJ and stuff who can just enter at will. But I, I, I like the Elimination Chamber, but yeah, it, it was a bit weird. Like, we'll, we'll get to the SmackDown one, but... What I didn't realise, though, was it was apparently Triple H's idea for the Elimination Chamber and Eric introduced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as uh, same as Money in the Bank. I can't remember whose idea that was. Um and and uh, it was introduced on screen by Eric and uh, and Jericho, weren't it? But Eric, Eric just likes to steal people. Yeah, like yeah, it. Eric Bischoff. But <laughs> I mean, uh, I like I like the show. I think you, well, you've been trying to say for a long time that Sheamus and Drew is the way forward for, for Mania. They're obviously not going to be doing that at Mania. It seems like now. Uh, it seems like they may change their mind. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I doubt it, but maybe it, it looks like. And this is pure speculation at this point because we don't know, but it looks like Drew versus Shane McMahon is the way in which they're going. Well, if they're lucky, Miz will cash in his money in the bank. Yeah. Briefcase, i into that, and it'll be more entertaining. Than... You know, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Because let's be honest, if he doesn't cash it in Royal Rumble, he's got, what, three weeks before he runs yeah. out? God, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, do you know, I love so much that Otis won that damn briefcase and we've just forgotten about Otis basically now. Like, that was it. Miz, Miz, Miz picked it up and Otis has just been 
pushed quietly to the side. He's teamed with the guy who should have been Kurt Angle's son. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, Kurt Angle started a new podcast with Comrade Thompson over at Free Shows, and uh, they, they, they were talking about that because they were talking about Kurt's retirement and WrestleMania 35. And uh, Kurt was like, you know, he loved working with Jason Jordan and, and Chad. And then he was just like, they pitched me the idea that one of them was going to be my son. And I was like, oh, OK, obviously Chad. OK, then maybe not. <laughs> he was like, you know, I don't know what happened there, but fair enough. He said they're both great guys, but logically, come on. <laughs> Let's be honest, that story could have gone a lot longer mm. because the other one didn't injure himself. Yeah. And, and Kurt said that he pitched um, to the WWE, to Vince and stuff that... He he would get like a um, a title opportunity and basically they would do like, you know what they did with Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, that they give the tag titles to Chad and Jason Jordan and like one of the, and the Universal Championship or WWE title to Kurt and they can have a run and he can get them over. And they weren't interested in either of those people having belts, <laughs> which is a shame. That would have been a great little story. But anyway, I got sidetracked. Um, yeah, I mean, well, Keith Lee came back. He wasn't at the Rumble. Which I actually forgot he wasn't in the Rumble, but yeah, yeah he wasn't in the Rumble. Uh, Is that because that's when he proposed? I don't know. I know he, he's yeah, 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 he's now he's now engaged. But yeah, he he was another one. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> he, he was he was one of quite a lot of people who um who just weren't in the Rumble for some reason, even though they were there. But even though Ricochet gets in the Royal Rumble without without losing his qualifying match, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Um, they're trying to repackage um, Retribution as well. Apparently, they they're not done with them yet, which I which is quite surprising to me. I thought they'd be, oh yeah, yeah. I thought they'd be done with them, but apparently not. So they they're going to try and repackage. They're going to repackage them. Does that mean they're going to get rid of that guy that doesn't shut up in his haircut? Which which one? T bar. T bar. No, I'm about Ali. Oh, I really meant T bar. Um. There was so much more interest about him in charge. Yeah, that was kind of, it was just so underwhelming, wasn't it? I know offence. I'm waiting for some of the big guys when they start slapping them just to knock him the fuck out. Yeah. I tell you what I did enjoy in the show. I enjoyed the Lacey Evans Charlotte thing. I actually really quite enjoyed that. I yeah. thought that was really good. I've I've all I've been such a big proponent of Lacey Evans since the, since she debuted and I know people shit on her so much, but well, I would say she's got a sugar daddy, but let's be honest, Rick Flair ain't got that much money. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Lord, no. That, that man's been divorced way too many times for that. They had bankrupt a couple of times. Yeah, Vince only had to bail him out a few times. Um, I tell you what, the, the, the match, however, wasn't very good, Charlotte versus Lacey. But, you know, there was a point in that match where, oh, it was a bit awkward, where Charlotte threw Lacey Evans into the corner and the idea, obviously, was that Lacey Evans was supposed to come back out and, and be booted by Charlotte. Instead, Lacey Evans just st- st- sat in the corner and Charlotte just walked over to her, paused for a good 10 seconds with her face out. And then Lacey slapped her and you could audibly hear her tell her, walk towards me. And then Lacey staggered out and got booted. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, God, no. This is so cringy. Please, God. But yeah, that's that's just... Uh, it's, I, I assume that's a... It's a lack of experience from Lacey, but it is what it is. And Angel Garza's back. Yeah, I love I like Angel Garza. I, I love Angel Garza. The same though, he's now a backup character right now. Right, right. Like that was a weird pairing. I didn't understand where that one came from, but there we are. Um, it seems like Bad Bunny has a match at Mania coming. 
And uh, talking about Bad Bunny, here's something quite incredible. He was, WWE released a few pieces of merch for him, and he is officially WWE's biggest merch seller for the last year. Uh, I've I've seen that, but no. Incredible, incredible. Like, uh, not my cup of tea, said this last week. If John Morrison Morrison isn't kicking his teeth down his throat at WrestleMania, then I'm not interested in the match. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not a big fan of... um, celebrity involvement anyway like Stephen Amell was a good one that's basically probably like really it I don't know Jackman was great when he broke people's jaws yeah, but like I'm not I'm not usually a fan of them having matches and stuff but I'll say this Bad Bunny is the biggest star on, on, on the planet in music right now he's the most listened to musician stuff and he outsold freaking Roman and AJ and all that like and not even close it wasn't even remotely close he outsold Roman's yearly record like 10 to 1 just insane. So I, I completely get from a business standpoint why WWE wants it here. But yeah, I agree with you in that I don't really care about a bad bunny match. But him and... Don't get me wrong, it means Damien Priest is going to be on the card. Yeah, but... that's what I was about to say, yeah. And uh, and him and Damien Priest and Bad Bunny came from the same town in Puerto Rico. So that was why they like sort of made, tried to make some sort of weird tangential connection between them two. Um, but hey... It, if it, if it helps get Damien Priest over, I'm all for it. Damien Priest doesn't help <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm all for any and they I they clearly quite like Priest, which I'm so happy about. Oh, I thought they made like, I thought they made like some of their other ones that they brought up in the past and then just fucked over. Like, well, thus far we've got two weeks with Damien Priest winning. I think that's a record for people being brought up from NXT. Still fucking, I'm still bitter about EC3. EC3. Yeah, I mean, you look at, I mean, I don't, I know you don't like Riddle, but like Matt Riddle. Look at Keith Lee. They've they've done it to pretty much everyone that they brought up. Bianca Belair was. Hopefully, Keith Lee ends up winning the United States Championship. Hopefully, hopefully that that should be a really good match. You know, that should be a really good match. Um, uh, yeah. So we've got. Because I got, I did quite enjoy the whole thing with Riddle. <laughs> And okay, for the MVP on the nut table, it was funny. Yeah. And then I liked the bit at the end with Lashley coming down, trying to be dominant, even though he shouldn't have been as dominant as he was, if I'm honest. Yeah, but I I, I reckon they should have, they could have built a better story there with having Keith Lee get Thingy out and overpowering him a bit and Bobby Lashley going, oh shit. Because <laughs> Bobby Lashley's quite good when that happens to him about trying to rethink how he does about his re approach. Yeah. I, tell, I tell you what, they've done a very good job with Bobby Lashley because they kind of shit the bed with him when he came back right but then since he's been in the Hurt Business they've got a they get married yeah, exactly like that that awful in about three months getting married <laughs> started dating Lana getting married and getting divorced. yeah, and then never mentioned again um, three or four months maybe. yeah like that was just <laughs> dire dire shit but the only person I think quicker than that right now is Britney Spears his first <laughs> wedding yeah um but yeah, then since he joined the Hurt Business, it's been they've done genuinely, genuinely a very good job with him. And I, uh, I, I heard well, since they managed to team up with MVP, yeah, yeah they've done the same. Thing. Yeah, the, and this is the Bobby Lashley really that we always should have had. He's a legit MMA guy, you know, legit fighter, tough guy. Look at the dude; he's massive. Unfortunately, no one, no one ever got the match we all wanted with Lashley. That was and this is that was the next sentence that was about to come out of my mouth was I heard I heard Jimmy Van of Fightful.com say. That is their mania match. That should be their mania match. For, for, bring Lesnar down the card to the to the US title. Let Lesnar and, and Bobby go at it, you know, and let Bobby win. 
because we've wanted that match. Don't say that Goldberg's going to come back and now do another spear v spear oh, match. No, please God no! Please God no! Please God no! Oh God! Don't don't even put that into the universe because because we've we've done that so many times where we've yeah, jokingly no, said things that. and then it's happened. Um, oh, I got tans on me. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really impressed with what they've done with Bobby Lashley. But then was the highlight of basically the wrestling week this week. Oh, we talk about Nia Jax. It was Nia Jax's hole. <laughs> and, uh, that was, some, if I'm honest, that was some amazing fucking acting. It was, some, it was, it was a great... I wanted to buy up some good stuff on Friday night. Oh, God. I just, when I went, I didn't watch Raw Live, so when I went on Twitter on Tuesday, all I saw was just hundreds and hundreds of my hole tweets. My... I did see one of them. <laughs> My hole, just the words, my hole was the top worldwide trend at one point on Twitter, which is just ludicrous. That's that's probably the best thing Nia Jax has ever done in her WWE career. She's what, a two-time women's tag team champion. We showed her. I don't think that, I, I stand most, by my it's comment. The most entertaining, it's, the most, it's the most entertaining. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that was so funny. That was great. And it was completely ad-libbed. Like, there's no way they scripted that because WWE's <laughs> cut it out of the repeats and they've cut it out of, like, their YouTube videos and Facebook videos and stuff like that. But yet, but yet, re-show again. But then, yeah, so they cut it all out. When they uploaded everything on Tuesday, they cut it all out. And then, obviously, throughout the week, it's blown up. So they were like, ah, shit, we got to just turn into it and accept it. And now they're, now Nia Jax's gimmick is going to all be about her whole <laughs> Like, God. So do we think Naomi and Lana are going to be the next women's tag team champions? Maybe, yeah, I think maybe. I don't know because every time Lana gets with somebody, she just beats Lana and irritates them, and they just beat the shit out of her. Same amount of time before Naomi beats the crap yeah. out of her, so Lana. Yeah, I suppose. I don't really want. Yeah, I suppose. But like, I hope. I hope if they do do that, that I hope they don't try and turn Naomi heel in the process because. Now nah, we all know Lana's annoying. Yeah, I was about to say that, but do you know what I mean? Like, I hope they don't try and force Naomi heel turn because Naomi is like a natural baby face. Uh, eventually, we might get to see Naomi with the uh, glow belt again. Yeah, God, that was so good. Which they kept, they, I'm assuming the uh, toys they had for the uh, SmackDown brand ones are still in uh, storage at the moment. I should, I, I, finally win it back I should again. think so, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, then we had our main event, which was Drew versus Randy, which. I think it was pretty obvious that it was all going to end in a fuck finish with I've, I thought either Alexa or Sheamus and there we are, Sheamus so I mean it was a good match but we, you knew no one was winning that match it was going to come down to disqualification well Randy hasn't had a good two weeks as you right now with people interfering in his matches has they? I, I feel like it's been about six months for Randy Orton where people interfering in his matches when you piss everybody <laughs> yeah. off, what do we say? Um, NXT, NXT. What do you think of it? Well, it's not for, for the first week ever. As I can safely say I, I think AEW was the better show. But it was still it was still a good show. NXT. I'm not taking anything away because I, I generally normally like NXT wrestling. Yeah. Once again, though, I think it was probably more entertaining. Than AEW, but overall AEW was probably the better show. Yeah, I agree. And um, but as I like to say in these things, and I will keep doing this, I'm not got a thing against having these other wrestling shows getting involved. But at least NXT can do a good show with just their guys. <laughs> just their guys. Um, we'll get on to that. Uh, I think NXT really had one thing going for it 
which was Gargano and Austin Theory. I think that was really the only thing to me which stood out. NXT's always got the good thing going for Austin Theory. It's the best fucking thing going right um, Gargano took the the wheelchair bump, the the famous like Bret Hart esque wheelchair bump, uh, which just looked ridiculous, but <laughs> it was so funny. And uh, yeah, and then we had like a Dexter Loomis stare, stare off with with Johnny Gargano at the end of the night. So they're still doing like a weird. I don't know, like a three-way angle sort of thing with like Johnny's feuding with both Kushida and Dexter Loomis at once. Thing is, though, how you, from how far I watch it, it's more Dexter's more feuding with. Austin. Yeah, but like I, I, we've said this the last few weeks, it seems that way. But that isn't how WWE think it's, it thinks it's happening. They think they right. think they've set up a Dexter Loomis Johnny Gargano feud. Yeah, but you got to get him past the uh, Austin Fury match first. Yeah, which. Which well, I, mean, we, I said this to you a little while ago. I kind of thought that that would be at the pay per view, but as of right now, yeah, I said the yeah, I thought it was they were building it up so they could have that as a pay per view. Have yeah. beat Austin Fury, and then for next month, I don't go after. Yeah, as of as of right now, it's not the uh, it isn't on the card, so we shall see. Because honestly, don't get me wrong, I've quite enjoyed Casida, but I don't want to see another month of Casida and Johnny Gangano. Johnny Gargano getting his hand ours handed to him like a skeeter basically. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it, it, as long as we're done with that, come the pay per view, win or win or lose, as long as we're done with that. Um, but yeah, the Dynamite, Dynamite was good. It was it was a good show. I mean, I forgot. I I, I completely. I must have missed one match, which was Ryan Nemeth versus Pack because I didn't see it, so I have no idea about that. But I I, I don't know how I missed it, but I've completely missed that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we had uh, we had like Kenny Omega playing golf. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're they're um. I think I think the, I, I think the thing I think the thing which came out of AEW was as we as we sort of said last week, Sammy Guevara. He uh, yeah, that he's yeah, he's, he's walked away from the inner circle. He's going to take he's taking a break from AEW. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's. We were saying that it looked like he was probably going to break off, and there we go. They've 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 pulled it off straight away. Which is what's the bet that he comes back, beats the crap out of uh, hmm? Max, and then becomes the uh, leader of the NSA. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Or he or he has his own. He has his own version with like um, I can't think of the tag team's name. Uh, What's the tag team's name? In oh, in a circle. Which one? There's like five. No, the a, the actual tag team. Um, Ortiz oh, and Santana. yeah, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, like, like I wouldn't be surprised if like he breaks off and does something with them. And, and... well, no, because at the moment when it comes to him, those two are very high on uh, Max. That's the yeah, but I mean, like, because then they can do a little Spanish gods thing, because that that, that that kind of makes sense. And I can foresee that that's something that they they love in a marketing way. But. Yeah, I think the, the the main the main two things to come out of this really are we know that Matt Hardy's taking advantage of uh, Hangman Page. Yeah, they were hanging out in the bar. And he signed some dodgy contract. That should be an interesting thing for next week. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> I, I'm interested to see where this goes because well, anything anything anytime they're actually doing something with Hangman, not just throwing him in a tag match, I'm 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 happy about it. But that should, should be fun. Um. Yeah, we had the Samigvara thing and really the New Japan thing and John Moxley with a New Japan belt. Yes. That's, that's finally allowed. And uh, New Japan is going over to Impact as well. 
and there is now don't know yet but uh, I, I saw I think I know Dave Finley's uh, rumoured to be there as well as a few others but we know that Okada is also on his way to some one of the brands because Dave, Dave Meltz has reported it and it's the only thing he's not he's not going to want to go back to fucking impact after his last I, one I, I shouldn't imagine so I shouldn't imagine so um, yes yeah, so, but he's 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 obviously going going to go to AEW at some point so because they've they've opened the door as such they're, they're, they're allowing it to go they're obviously building towards at the end of the year or during the summer a, th- a three-way a three-branded like mega show you know like wcw used to do with new japan back in the day and used to, uh, when, and like when they did like collision in korea and stuff like that and uh, and wwf used to do it with nwa back in like 96 97 uh, so i imagine that's what they're they're aiming at to do like a three-way show which in theory could be freaking incredible it could be, or it could just end up leading to a shisha. Because do you know what? The, do you know what my problem is here? It's like this is why Vince McMahon and has always said that he he won't do these things anymore. Who wins? Who wins? Because you know, and New Japan's gonna want their guy over. AEW's gonna want their guy over. Impact's gonna want their guy over. It just becomes a big clusterfuck, doesn't it? Like if you if you have Okada versus uh, versus Kenny versus whoever from Impact. I don't know who they like top stars are right now moose or someone you know they're all going to want their guys over it's i don't know it's just it's all going to be a big old clusterfuck unless they can agree for kenny to win all three belts yeah 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 unless unless they can figure that one out and at the end of the day out of all the wrestlers there it's the only one that you could see being convinced because and then new japan saying let's win the deal that he's over in japan a lot more now so once again you won't see the aw champion even less now on the AEW. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, sh- I should imagine yeah you, you actually put you probably hit the nail right on the head there you know in that new japan desperately wants kenny omega but they were so pissed off about him leaving in the first place that they were like just willing just cut all ties of them but now they're thinking we really want Kenny back. So you're probably right. They'll just be like, no, he can win as long as he comes back over to New Japan. You're probably exactly right. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, the tag match was cool though at the end. Um, Kenny Omega and Kenta obviously pick, yeah. uh, picked up the win. There was some really good bits in there. Yeah, and Lance Archer was made to look very, very, very good in that match. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I think the best person who came out of that was Kenta. Oh yeah, God yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially for someone who um, I'm not being funny. Was sort of sidelined in WWE, right? He was. I mean, he was. He was, great, he was injured a lot. He was injury prone. That was his problem yeah. with the thing. That's why WWE sort of put him to one thing. Well, I think we're happy to grant his release. In the yeah, end. exactly. So he was sort of just. He was, he was. I can understand that thing with him. I'm saying. Well, problem is every time I try to stick him in a major storyline, you break. Oh yeah, off. yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. But that's what I mean. Like in WWE, he was kind of sidelined. Um, so really, he had. He doesn't. He's not very well known to like a mass uh, Western audience as such. So he had a great showing there. And uh, and, and and you know the one who came out worst looking out of everyone and that out of all fucking four people was their fuck the AEW yeah, Kenny, champion. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, Kenny. Kenny is. Um, I was. I saw a video the other day of him back in New Japan. He is like three times the size he was uh, during like him and Okada's first. Uh, Tokyo Dome match. Well, he's definitely more bulky yeah. more things. He ain't ripped. Like yeah, he he's he's definitely like trying to bulk up and get bigger. It's like he's so much bigger than what he what he was. So I, I do wonder because he I'll say the same thing about Will Osprey at the moment. So. Yeah, I mean he, he's um because he, yeah he doesn't look like the same Kenny Omega as when you watch like the old Wrestle Kingdoms whatsoever. 
No, I mean, I'm interested in this, and I'm interested in it as long as they, as long as they don't shit the bed, and as long as it doesn't become like a WCW invasion, you know, which is like notoriously one of the worst angles WWE's ever done. Just think how big Bullet Club's going to get on oh, AEW God, it's, right now. It's going to be 1999 uh, NWO, isn't it? It's going to be. Because they're still on it right now. I think they're officially planning on killing the elite. I think, yeah. I think I think because they, they've been, they've been yeah. using the term Bullet Club quite liberally again. Because I think the Young Bucks are getting ready to just get pissed off and fuck off. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What I'd actually, you know what I'd love in that thing when that all happens is for them to go either to Hangman or to Cody. Yeah, yeah. Still hanging out a bit. Yeah, because we don't really see much interaction between, especially Cody. Cody stays out of that lot, right? Completely. Well, yeah, well, that's because Cody's now busy with his wrestling school and his AEW responsibilities. And... Yeah, yeah. So, like, Cody sort of stays away from all that. So, I, I, would, I would be interested in seeing that. Seeing that. I tell you who that the one person I well actually there's two Will Osprey being one of them, um, but Will Osprey is for some reason saying I don't want to do anything with AEW because that's Will I wonder Osprey. why. Well, no, I wonder why they sacked his girlfriend. Remember? They they, they sacked his no they, they didn't sack his girlfriend. They they let her go. Yeah no but they didn't sack her they 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 have an open door with her they just said that because of the pandemic they couldn't get her into the country whatsoever. Well, what I understood, they let her go in the end when it came out about Will Ospreay and, and uh, Bree with things over it. No, so so it, it turned out they, they didn't do they didn't actually let her go. What they did is they just because she wasn't actually signed to them. That's what they, they came out and said she was on a per appearance basis. She didn't actually have a contract with us and we couldn't we couldn't bring her in to the company because of that. So they they I think Tony Khan released a statement back in the last summer saying no, we, we want to work with her again at some point. But Will Ospreay's made it very clear he doesn't want to work anywhere but Japan. He only wants Japan and only Japan and screw everything else. Well, he's going to fuck his career up with that, ain't it? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Unfortunately, Japan's only going to get be so big. Yeah, I mean, in, we discussed this last week. I'm not going to get into it again. But, like, the audience outside of Japan is tiny, 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 tiny. So he could be, he could be big in Japan, but he's not, he's not Kenny Omega in Japan. As they say, like in J- in Japan, Kenny Omega was a genuine household name. Will Ospreay isn't that because for some reason Kenny Omega just and it makes no sense. He just everyone fell in love with him over there, which I I, I don't get it, but it happened. Um, but yeah, the only other person I'd re- I really want to see come in and do stuff is Jay White. Yeah, I think. Well, of course, Jay White. Jay White will come. He's part of the Billy Club. He fucking leads Billy Club. Right yeah, now. and there's been a lot of back back and forth. Point thing where uh, Kenny Omega and him will come together because Kenny will want to be in charge. Of yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of back and forth between the Bucks and Jay White and stuff on Twitter, where uh, 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 the Jay White tweeted out saying something along the lines of that they can pretend to be the Bullet Club, but we are. I'm I'm the leader of the real Bullet Club, and I'm waiting for Finn Balor to get involved. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have a Bullet yeah. Club. And uh, yeah, and the the Bucks replied to Jay White something like. Um, Bullet Club t-shirts haven't been in the top selling t-shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees for five years now <laughs> since you've taken control but yeah no, there, there's lots of possibilities but I just hope they don't overdo it I think this is what you were saying that last week I just don't want like 20 New Japan guys in 10 Impact guys in and then we just lose all the AW stars you know 
Like with the, like with the AEW women, exactly. Where the NWA women's champion gets. At the end of the day, you, you still have a fourth company that I was talking about, which is still the NWA. Although it's more women than it is anything else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with NWA, but yeah, no, you're right. But yeah, as, as long as it just doesn't get a bit. The one that upsets me is I'd love to see the NWA ten pounds of gold come in and be defended on that show. I was, I, since they started like the Thunderosa stuff, I'm genuinely so surprised that Nick Aldis hasn't popped his head up. But, like, he lives uh, in Florida. He lives, he lives right there. So that genuinely does surprise me because he's not doing anything right now. NWA's not been filming. So yeah, that, that, that's... Well, I, thought, I thought they restarted doing some of their TV stuff. On yeah. Because they've done a, they've done a different TV show than what he's... Yeah, they've done like an odd few bits here and there, but like they've not, you know, had like a consistent like... Uh, week to week like that like they had but you think about all the stars that were, were part of nwa you've got i mean freaking they just signed scott steiner like the week before uh the week before the pandemic like shut them down they got all these stars under contract which yeah it would surprise me they've not popped up anywhere like impact or or, or aw but uh, I'm, I'm sure they bloody well i'm sure it'll be a four-way thing at some point but yeah then we have smackdown smackdown uh it started off quite. I quite liked how they did the thing with the contract with Roman getting out of the elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah, that was really that was really smart. And do you know what I really loved about that was Roman's real cocky, arrogant, slow walk to the ring. I don't know why, but it just really. It, I thought that was so such a nice little touch of him just being a complete asshole to Adam Pearce, but Adam Pearce not backing down. You know, which I thought was kind of cool. Apart from shitting himself, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, shit himself and ran away. But like, but he he he, he stood no snows, and Paul Heyman had to sort of like maybe not, maybe maybe. Back I know what I did actually like from that moment is he took the picture from that bit and was like, I think I think he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> but and I said this to you before the show, and I I, I stand by this. This is how they should book an elimination chamber match. Give reasons as to why the damn people are in the match. Right? Sorry. All six people, Adam Piss, it was a throwaway line, but he gave reasons. You know, Kevin Owens has stood toe to toe with you and was this close, and in theory, actually probably beat Roman, you know, at, at the Rumble, but whatever. Um, you know, he, but he did. <laughs> but yeah, so he gave, he gave reasons as to why these people were supposed to be in the match, and I, I like that. It's, it's something just, something small. You know what? I think I would have loved to have seen Dominic in the fucking elimination chamber and watch him out. Jesus himself. Christ, Dominic <laughs> yeah. into that announce table. Did you see that? Oh yeah. my god! I thought he, I thought he'd broken his damn neck. Jesus Christ, that was frightening. I don't know what. No, nah, it's got, it's got a few more years of his. Like <laughs> yeah. When he was younger, he's made out of elastic. Give it another ten years, his knees will give out. On yeah, him. that's true. I mean, Rey Mysterio was being lawn darted into into the trailers <laughs> by Scott Hall when he was that age. Um, but <laughs> I, I just don't get why guys do the suicide dive out towards. Announce table. We've seen that so many times where it's been like so close to someone breaking their neck. Yeah, but if you look at uh, Ray Phoenix, I mean, every time of AEW when he jumps out, he's always smashing always, his leg. Always, always, <laughs> yeah, always. So it doesn't seem to always matter where you're going right now, and you're going to hit. Something. I did. I did see multiple people say maybe maybe Dominic's related to Ray Phoenix and not Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, did, I did see that. That was, that was, that was smart. So, um, yeah, there was some. There was some. Um, good bits in it. I like the uh, Apollo Big E thing, but I tell you what, I did really think for, for a split second, I thought Christian was going to come out. 
because I was like, come on, Biggie's been teasing it. Biggie's been teasing Christian as 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 an opponent. They ain't gonna do a throwaway match for Christian. No, 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 I, no, no. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. No, no, I didn't mean a match. I meant like just you know come out to set up maybe a match at, at, uh, at Elimination Chamber or Fast Lane or something. But I, I reckon, I reckon they're gonna do. I reckon they're gonna go that way. That's that's what I think. I think Christian's gonna come back for against Big E because they're teasing it on their social medias. Well, as soon as Big E can somehow get rid of Apollo. Yeah. So I imagine that they're gonna have like. You know Apollo Elimination Chamber, and then he needs a fast lane feud, and then Mania probably Christian. Because as Apollo's dead, while Big E has a title, he's going to keep coming after. Yeah, him. yeah. Until until he loses a, a Elimination Chamber, and then it will just be forgotten about. <laughs> um, and we had Seth Rollins return. He came out to his old music, which had me for half a second, and then and the damn Messiah is back. God damn it. Yeah, we spoke about this before. We knew it was coming yeah. back in the song. Yeah, uh, but then when they played the, 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 the burn it down music, I was like, oh, thank God, maybe they've actually dropped it. And We need the architect back. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I don't like the Messiah gimmick, especially when he's not got any damn followers. Like, then what's the point? He's a pretty, pretty shitty Messiah if he's not got his apostles, you know. Is this where he gets cards down to NXT eventually and brings off the theory about them? Oh well, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. And and getting and getting Buddy Murphy back for the love of God, where is that man? <laughs> I love Buddy. Banging his banging his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I love that man. Like, just I don't know. It was a it was a decent enough segment, I guess. I mean, Seth Seth's always good in the mic, and then we had Cesaro lingering around, and then Seth beating the crap out of Cesaro. They're they're. They're making moves with Cesaro. I like it. I like it. Finally. Yeah, you know what's going to happen though is once again they'll get ready to shoot the bullet and then they'll just stop him because they get nervous. Yep. 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 Even though he's one of the better things on the uh, card. How many guys have we heard from? Because let's be honest, a couple of weeks ago you were thinking it would be Shinsuke, and I was like, nah, it's going to be Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, like a few weeks back they were they were regularly using Nakamura on the show while Cesaro was just. Stood at ringside or, or, or on commentary. Yeah, but you were going through from when that one match hmm. that they did with the with Daniel Bryan all yeah. that for. Was was it a title shot? I can't remember now. But like it was when they they brought Shinsuke's music back and they they were telling they they're having the commentators really hype him for about three weeks in a row, and then once again, oh, as you just say about Cesaro, they were going for it and then they just decided no 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 okay we'll, we'll move away from that and then now they've gone with Cesaro and I'm I'm, I'm happier with it being well, Cesaro just as, just as they were starting with him they were doing it they just started two weeks beforehand with Cesaro and I think it was going back with Cesaro and I was happy the, with the, it. the thing is it's like we've we've heard this a million times right Where Vince McMahon was on the first uh, um, Stone Cold podcast on the network right years ago well, almost five years ago now and yeah uh, Austin said to Vince why haven't you put the rocket boosters on Cesaro? And he said, you know, all the English thing, he's not got the charisma, uh, he doesn't reach for the brass ring. And that was where the brass ring thing came from when he was talking directly about Cesaro. So I hope I hope that's changed <laughs> somewhat. I hope that they, he does see some something in Cesaro now and they don't just do what they've done with him a million times and, as you say, go to pull the trigger and then stop. Uh. Quick other thing, though, is what really irritated me again for the second week in a row 
Why is Billy getting blamed for fucking Liv Morgan losing her match against Bailey? Oh yeah, I don't know. No idea. And she had nothing to do with fucking Liv losing her match. I'm honestly, no, no clue. I haven't got anything for you. Piss me off. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I have. Leave that poor girl alone. I have genuinely no clue. Um, just wants to be friends, and your friend us through her fucking CV in the fucking ring and shit. Not even the fucking fact that the CV was what cost Liv to fucking Morgan the fucking match. I was like, this makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. And uh, we had more of Nia Jax's hole. <laughs> when she was bounced off of the oh god damn it this is just so ludicrous <laughs> but, yeah, but then they did it again didn't they on that yeah, that's what... just tried to avoid saying holes yeah so. oh they're gonna they're gonna have like my whole t-shirts and you know god damn it they will probably become the new number one <laughs> yeah they outside outside bad buddy with a whole t-shirt no, Jack's gonna be fucking loaded with a butthole Jesus Jesus Christ Jesus <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it, uh, the end of the show was, I want to say, repetitive. Uh, I think we've seen this a million times, right? Kevin Owens comes in. Ke- I, like, I, love, I love Kevin Owens. He's not stone cold. I was going to say, I knew what was happening as he come down the thing. I was like, so he's just going to stun everyone. Yeah, he's not Austin. I'll make him do an Austin fucking thing. Yeah, I, 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 and, and it's very clear that's what they're trying to do, right? Like, just come in, stun and leave. But it's like, yeah, but... He... You can't just leave. You have to swig half of fucking like <laughs> at least ten to twenty cans of fucking yeah. uh, teeth whiteners. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I, that's I, the fucking point. Yeah, I really don't get why they're what what the point of um what the point of doing that is. Whatever it is, what it is. I tell you what, Raw does need though. They need another p- person underneath Adam Pearce for Raw. Yeah. Well, you got Shania for SmackDown. Which then makes it more when you come to having like rivalries and setting things up a bit more fun between the other. Bring Paige back. Yeah, although I think they're distance, distancing themselves as hugely as possible from Paige, so I, I can't see that. Or even better at the moment, continue to rival and put Mandy in, Mandy in that role. That, that, that'd be a good shout. You know, that'd be a good shout. Mandy would be a good shout in that role. But so, I think mean, there's a million people they've got on their freaking roster they don't use that, that you know they could actually fill the role in with. But yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. So, I think it would be quite good because then you have that actually, instead of just having Adam Pierce like like the first I've seen the pictures, you got one bloke booking these two people things up. What's the point? Yeah, that, that way you have him overseas yeah. and stuff. At least you know you got these other two people where they want to do the role. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Adam Adam Pierce floats back and forward between the two shows, but yeah, it, it makes much more sense. But because I, I know I like how they just refer to him as a WWE official, right, or something like that. Uh, so, something like WWE, they, that's all they refer to him as WWE executive or WWE official. Like they, Unless you're right, and then it's Roman's bitch. Yeah, yeah. They, they they haven't like given him a title or whatever. But yeah, it's a good, good point. Um, Roman did Roman's bitch. Before we get on to uh, 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 quickly looking at NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. Uh, you know what? I didn't understand. I was thinking about this. Why they call it Vengeance Day and not go with uh, Saint Valentine's Massacre? Yeah, they own the damn trademarks, but I assume they—I I assume they don't like the word massacre now. I'm going to assume. I, I reckon that. I reckon that. That's it. You take it and you own it. <laughs> it's a fame. It's a goddamn. It's one of the most famous names of a of a pay per view they've ever had. You know, but yeah, I, I'm going to assume they just didn't want to use the term massacre. But it's a good. It's Saint Valentine's. Yeah. Let's go Saint Valentine's Day bloodbath. Saint Valentine's Day vengeance would have freaking worked. 
But um, yeah, before we get onto that, there was uh, there's not been much news this week, but there was a WW there was a Triple H uh, press call this week where he he was asked about Velveteen Dream, and where he quickly tried to ignore the question about Velveteen Dream <laughs> again. Uh, he was asked where he was, and he just basically responded by saying he's still he's still training with us. He's still under contract. We've answered this a million times. Yeah, I thought because I'm thinking Triple H is hoping that he will eventually go down so he can bring him back. But the problem with damage done is the wrestlers don't want to work with him. Yeah, the wrestlers don't want to work with him, and the press aren't forgetting this one. Like, you know, the media aren't aren't forgetting. Neither the fans. That they're really not. They're, they may forget some of these people, but they're not forgetting Dream. Why? Well, what pisses me off the most was the fact that Austin Fury got dropped from the main yeah. roster. Yeah. Or they, yeah. they did nothing wrong. Yeah. Literally, uh, we, they they wiped him off of freaking uh, Monday Night Raw like a dream position for the accusation being uh, quite serious. And in reality, it was he took a picture of a fan, and that was it. Like, there was nothing. There was no, nothing whatsoever, and he was dropped. Velveteen Dream comes back from having after what his car crash with all this still going on around. He gets go for a fucking title yeah. shot for the North American. And, and Velveteen Dreams, the accusations against Velveteen Dream, which I won't say here, but they're, they're, they're very, very, very serious. Haven't been disproven in any way, shape, or form as of yet. So, and and WWE say we conducted our own internal investigations, found nothing about it. And then the person who was accusing Velveteen Dream comes out and says, they never even spoke to me. So it's just bollocks. It's just bollocks. Of course they did. They did an investigation. They spoke to Velveteen Dream. He said he didn't do it. That's, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. That's it. They bet they're basically just patting themselves on the back. For it. Oh, it's so stupid. Let's be honest. If they like you, they'll do that kind of thing. If they don't like you, then you're out the door, apparently. Yeah, exactly. That. You, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And... Uh, if you see fucking free, you just got to sit there for fucking months before they say. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what fucking best talent they had could have had on that like hmm? roster, and they didn't fucking use it. Yeah. What else was said on that call? We had um, the, he, he discussed ratings again. People asked him about the freaking linear eyeballs thing that Nick Khan had talked about, and Triple H towed the party line once again and said, "No, I don't think we have lost any viewers." He's dead. I don't know. I don't know how they've. I don't know how the hell they're on that same wavelength as uh, right now. I don't know how that's the line, but there we are. Um, and what else did they said? Oh, they, he spoke about uh, what's his name that was was released. Uh, Steve, uh, Cutler, uh, oh, Cutler yeah. who, who was released, and Triple H said, "I, I don't know anything about it. I, I, it's not. I'm not talent relations anymore, basically. Um, but we take COVID protocol very, very seriously, and etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. He just sort of reiterated that, which I think cements the fact that we know it was covid related the fact that he brought it up um which is which is something um even though wp's been getting a lot of shit about it for the last week even though i 100 percent believe they did the right thing oh yeah we take covid very serious and we might now be having forty thousand fans in an arena for wrestlemania which is now going to be half of what the actual attendance what is more or less is there, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah I'm gonna look it up, but yeah, we um, I mean, we haven't actually spoken about this this yet. We so WWE announced that they were going to have about 20 um, 20,000 fans there originally, and then the Super Bowl happened, and obviously, the Super Bowl said that they were going to have 25,000 fans there. Uh, so the, the capacity well, the record attendance is 75,000. So yeah, I should imagine for so wrestling. You look at about 80, 80, 
between about eighty to eighty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. Um, the the Super Bowl happened last last weekend, and they had twenty five thousand fans there. Um, a third of which were vaccinated healthcare workers, and the rest were very 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 well socially distanced. To be fair, they they had cardboard cutouts in between people where you basically paid some money uh, to have your your face put on a cardboard cutout, and then they shipped it to you afterwards. Um, which is you know it is what it is, but. If you watch, I'm sorry, but I just think you're a moron for fucking paying. I'm going to pay this, even though I'm not making any money. But I'll pay this. Oh yeah, yeah it's completely this. stupid. But um, it, but to, to then have it sent back to me. But to be fair, the Super Bowl stadium. I mean, it was the same stadium, but the Super Bowl looked awesome. It, it genuinely, you couldn't really tell because obviously you're not really focusing on the crowd. You really couldn't. When when they were doing the long shots, it looked packed. It looked packed in there, but it wasn't. The only problem being, and this is going to be a problem, that you go on Twitter and you look at the videos of what happened when the damn game ended and they all flooded the streets of Florida, partying, clubbing, out in the streets because Florida doesn't well, care about COVID. I'm betting they were doing the same thing though beforehand as well and they're all going to be out in the car park. Well, I, I, know this, I know the NFL banned tailgating and they were st- they were cracking down on it anywhere in the vicinity of the stadium. They were very they were really cracking down on it. So like the NFL, by all accounts, did a very good job in managing this. The, the, Apart from the aftermath. After yeah, but obviously that's that's outside of their, their powers because they, they one would assume that the Floridian government and state police and stuff would have uh, would have managed it. But that's Florida. They don't they, give a shit. Because they proved that so far for the whole yeah. epidemic. Epidemic for what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... So, so you think WWE <laughs> is going to have twice as many fans there? It's just, I know, fair enough, they're going to have more space to space people out because you're going to have the seating yeah. down. But one, how close do you want the fans to the ring towards your wrestlers and any of your staff? I'd, if it was my guys, I'd at least want three or four rows away oh absolutely or, or the all the people at the front have to be properly covid tested right not just a stupid that, temperature check like yeah yeah but, uh, because I mean, I mean one of the big things in wrestling is people put their hands out to touch the wrestlers as they come by so Smack their ass. they've got to have a big old I, I reckon they're gonna have like a double barrier or something they must have but uh, apparently WWE had people at the super bowl and uh, in in the area in the area to see how it was being managed both before uh, and after the game. We're too busy talking to Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho is the Super Yeah, so it was Cody. I saw Cody and Brandy as well were there. But yeah, so they um they did some sort. But either way, it doesn't reduce the fact that I personally think it is absolutely insane. I just think it's too many people. Way too many. Way too many. Way too many. I I, I think I think. No offense, you could fucking add. 10 to 15,000 people there and you'd have more access for you than we did last year. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I mean... Adding in a bit of extra crowd noise, fair enough to help a little bit. But yeah, All they've got to do is put the fans on one side, right? The, the camera side. They don't need it. They can put the Thunderdome on the other side, really, if they wanted to. They don't need... They can put them spaced out on one side so it looks like there's more people, even if there's like five or 10,000. But I, 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 it, so, it's just so, so crazy to me. But... There we are. They they want to make that uh, want to make some ticket money back, even though you know they just made record profits. It is what it is. It is. It is. But like WWE, well, that's actually another point. WWE had all of their employees, not wrestlers, all their employees on a uh, 
call this week to tell them that all pay rises that were promised, all um, bonuses that were promised, all benefits that were promised have been frozen and will not be happening this year. So, why? Right, because uh, I thought the last two years they made nothing but profits. There we are. There we are. That's the company, right? That's the company. I think it says a lot. A, at the end of the day, as a wrestler right now and as an employee, do you really want to be carrying after the last two years? really want to carry on working for these guys once your contract comes in then surely you just want to be like fuck this I, I think i think it says a lot about loyalty right i think that's the thing i think it says uh, and like is it loyalty or is that the fact that they just get an easy paycheck no i mean it's i think it should go go a lot to say that they're not loyal to me as an employee right like that that's, yeah. i think that's yeah and like what i am here is to make them a major profit and i get fuck all out yeah, of it. exactly like and and, and 2021 is going to be that, an even... to be honest i know i know how that works <laughs> yeah, how yeah. Works, but... but like 2021 they're going to be even more profitable because the peacock deal is going to be in it you know what i mean so they're not going to give people the bonuses and yet i, th I think that's just so shitty these people have worked throughout the pandemic like all of us have and they've been putting on damn shows throughout this pandemic and traveling w with them and yet they, they get shafted i think it says a lot about the company and a lot about vince but, but there we are um yeah so nxt takeover vengeance day is tonight it is a five match card so let's uh, let's let's go through let's go through some of these matches. So we have, if I can, if it will actually pop up for me, we have. You want me to start off with? Yeah. Oh, to start off with, we have the triple threat NXT Women's Championship match. Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. Yes. I don't know. I'd like to say Tony Storm. I'm going Tony Storm. If she doesn't win it, I'm done. <laughs> done with wrestling. I'm saying it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going Tony Storm. I, I'm, I'm I've got hopes. I've got hopes. Well, if she doesn't win, then I'm not here next week for the podcast. So. <laughs> we then have the Women's Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic Finals. Um, uh, if, the way they've built Raquel Gonzalez, if she doesn't fuck. Don't get me wrong, because I love fucking Chelsea back up. Yeah. If I'm honest, I don't, I don't care that much about him. The moon she'll way too much of an attitude. But the way they built Raquel up, if she's not winning oh, yeah. this... They've spent, like, what, two months really, really building her heavily, really very well as uh, well. And I, I wouldn't mind actually Raquel and Dakota. I'm not, I'm not a major Dakota guy fan. She's a bit pain in the ass. But uh, I actually wouldn't mind finally seeing an NXT women tag team group win the women's tag team title and have a bit of a fun running around the yeah. free shows. <laughs> Same, to be fair. And, and Don't get me wrong. They don't have to keep it for very long. You know, let them have maybe a two-month spell with it. But it'd just be quite fun. But I'll say that. You saying that is something which I hadn't thought about. And I thought, I think Dakota and Raquel deserve it a lot more but you saying that just made me think they'll have ember and shotzi win it because ember's already been on the main roster she's known to the audience and shotzi has that freaking incredible entrance that maybe they would want them to win the titles so then they can travel around yeah but you can say because she's already been on the main roster but she hasn't won much no, she's no. been on NXT. she's Ember Moon's had the kitchen kick it out of Yeah, there. no, I agree. I... Don't get me wrong, Chelsea Blackheart's been made a fucking superstar this last year. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. But the one who's had the biggest push right now was the yeah, no, I so agree. I'm going more Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I think I think they could go either way, like, depending on what their future plans are. But, you know, I've got Dakota Kai and Raquel. The, one that, the, one that, the truth is, the one that could really go either way is the next one, which is the men's. Yeah, the men's uh, Tag Team Classic Finals, which is MSK, Nash Carter and Wes Lee versus uh, the Grizzled Young Vets. James Drake and Zach Gibson. The reason why, yeah, you got the your new guys, MSK. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I which I didn't realize would have 
is it the Dirty Rascals or something like that from uh, Impact? From two of them from that. Oh, they used to be a trio, the Rascals. Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't even know. I only realised that because I saw some stuff. Because it was a bit where I missed out with Impact where oh, yeah. they were, and I only saw the other bits. Oh yeah, the but Rascals. Then I saw something the other day, and those two were in it, and I was like, oh shit, they were the Rascals. Yeah, I, I never even realised. I don't know what happened to the third one. I, I didn't, I, I didn't realise what the, 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 I didn't make the connection because, like, I'm looking at their impact names now and I know their names. Oh god, yeah, um, yeah. And to be honest, I didn't think, I didn't think this was going to be the, uh, the, the finale. I didn't, I, I thought. I know there was little things. A little part of me had a feeling that these two could do because where you thought it was so fun, thing you already know who's going to win. I I was a bit more held back on that. There's a good chance a lot of different things will happen because they put too many people in this that are having trying to have stories and things. I think the thing, weird thing is though is that we haven't got an undisputed era match on the card, so I don't quite understand what's happened here because they're always on the card. At least one member of the. That's because that's because at the moment there's they haven't done much for them in the last few weeks. With them. they've had the few bits where they tried to help Pimbala take out tag team champions and then bits from there but that's about it they're more back and no that, that's that's what i mean is you'll probably see you'll probably see they may not be in a match but you may see i assume we are but no, that's what i mean is like it's weird that we've not had anything for them that's why i kind of just assumed they were going to be in the finale of the, the dusty rose tag team classic i mean this is good uh, you actually utilizing newer people so you never know maybe they're all getting called up i hope not i hope not i hope not um <laughs> so God, could you imagine Adam Cole in that main roster? Adam Cole is so talented. Uh, well, they all are, but Adam Cole's so talented. But he's a tiny man. <laughs> they will have him jobbing in no time. They'll be the ones going up against that business. Oh, God damn it. Just being squashed. Um, I, I Honestly, I don't know. Mate, probably Grizzled Young Vets? I don't know. I actually, I, I do part of it. It could be for how they've been doing them for the last, mm-hmm. since they've come back to the roster. But then at the same time, these two MSK they're fucking insane it's I I'm I just, just don't know these two this is the one that I'm like so 50-50 on and I'd actually I wouldn't care if I either won who if either team won it yeah I generally can't pick one that's the problem and, and then we have the uh, singles match for the NXT North American Championship Johnny Gargano versus Kashida. Oh, Johnny Gargano's got a win yeah right You'd think so. Just because of Austin Theory, really. Yeah, I, I, I think they've been building like the way way too much for them to take the belt off him here. Yeah, I, I've got Gargano. Um, and then we have Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne for the NXT title. I I honestly don't know. I think Finn's going to re- retain it, but... I don't want to see Pete Dunne win it. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 I think Finn's going to win it, but... I could see him going with I could see him going with Pete, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I think Finn retains. But I might not even get to that point in the match if Tony Storm <laughs> suddenly doesn't win the title, then I'm just done with Red. So if I if I text you tomorrow and say, Oh, that Pete Dunn and Finn Bala match was uh, really great and you, you go, I did I made I didn't make it past match one. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I'm done. I told you I was done with fucking project. You already knew this. <laughs> I'm done with wrestling. <laughs> But it doesn't make sense to me anymore. <laughs> anyway, that show is tonight. Head on over and follow us on Twitter at SEW underscore podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll be covering it there. And like and subscribe to us here on this channel. 
and uh, we'll see you next time. We, we are out.